0: During tonight's first night of Democratic debates in Detroit, each candidate was given a minute to make opening remarks and another minute to make closing remarks. And we all learned just how long 60 seconds can feel. Also during tonight's debate, Amy Klobuchar said that there were people who voted for Donald Trump in 2016 who were not racist. Sounds like somebody doesn't want the Democratic nomination. Tonight, we realize just how dedicated Bernie Sanders is to paying his employees $15 an hour, clearly having the best paid and most loyal audience plants in the entire debate. Bernie Sanders also promised that Medicare for All will be better than hard-fought union health insurance and will include coverage for dental, hearing aids, and eyeglasses. All the things you apparently will need if you're the Democratic nominee. (laughs) The issue of health care came up repeatedly during the debate. And I'm sure everyone was comforted by the fact that Democrats essentially reminded us, if you like your health insurance, you can keep your health insurance. The Trump Report debate special starts now.
1: You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. Begin.
0: That's right. Detroit Rock City was where it was at tonight. Night one, very exciting. Well, more exciting than last time. Yes. Democratic for debate. Sure. I'm Christian Black, joined by the ladies of the Trump Report,
1: Tamara Brown. What's up? How's it going, everybody? <laughs>
0: And I believe that's the Tiffany from uh, from the '80s. And Chelsea, thanks, Hello. Well, you know, that's how you see the world. This is how I see the world.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm with you on Janet.
0: Oh, there it was. See, well, we, I mean, here's, here's the beauty is that we can use that again tomorrow night because tomorrow night's debates also in Detroit. So uh, thank you for that. Ryan in the booth. So as we alluded to when we were talking beforehand, I intentionally didn't talk much about the debates uh, beforehand because I thought, hey, let's save it for the show where we talk about the debates. But uh, Tamara. In comparison to the first two-night debate that we had, which was about a month ago, but, you know, it feels a lot longer ago for most of us. We've all learned so much mm-hmm. since then.
1: I've personally grown a lot since then. Yeah,
0: I, I, I think we I think we all have. Mm-hmm. So, how would you compare, and, you know, again, this is only one night, but uh, how would you compare the the tempo, the comments, just in general, tonight to what we saw uh, back in, I believe I think there was
1: less crosstalk, but yeah. other than that... I didn't feel that there was much of a difference. It certainly didn't. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised to hear that you guys you guys thought otherwise, thought it, it seems. Like but-
0: I literally fell asleep during night one of the previous debate. Now, it, yeah. it helped because I didn't do this show for that one, and I was watching it after the fact. I, just, I I didn't
1: I, feel that this debate was particularly any more exciting or, or more, yeah, I mean, you know... I guess are we comparing night one to night one? Like, well, I don't know. I
0: suppose that's only fair, but you know, it's not exactly the same people. Mm-hmm. Just it, it. I had a different feeling after those first two nights. I guess I nights, said, I, and
1: say. me personally, in terms of how I felt afterwards, I felt the same from the last ones and this ones. In that, I don't. I'll. I guess, I'll save it until, we, until sure. we go into longer. But
0: Chelsea, I heard a lot of issues brought up tonight, and a, a lot of comments that sounded like. They were speaking to you oh, in particular. Oh, yes. Maybe that's why I liked about, it so much. They were talking about know, the inequality in wealth one thing and I was money in politics. I didn't
1: feel they were talking to me. But well, they were the
0: talking hell. to Chelsea. It's because tomorrow night they're going to talk to you. Tonight they talk to Chelsea. Yeah. And one of the you know, and I mean, when TPP came up, I'm like, oh my, it's like Chelsea's like feeding somebody else. And what really, what I found fascinating was that a lot of the things... That Marianne Williamson said sounded like things that you would say if you were off your meds for two weeks,
2: oh my and Christian. just completely
0: lost your goddamn mind.
2: No, yes, well,
0: she's insane. Did you hear her? Yeah, <laughs> about I the the dark forces and the dark and, yeah. psychic. I yeah. don't
1: think that's that's what she meant. Though. No, but, huh?
2: Well, I well, I I don't think. Well, what do you what do you take that to mean?
0: that uh, there's a boogeyman and he's living in the white house.
2: No, dark psychic forces I are, I believe she's referring to like the darker side of humanity. Um, like, you know, the lowest common denominator, which is what some people use to get a lot of attention, you know, surely on social media. Think of it is
0: My Instagram is Christian DMC. Go
2: ahead. But nicely played. But, you know, Dark. Mine's dark psychic, dark for, <laughs> and psychic. Are you meaning like you think that she thinks that there's like a psychic, but psychic? Let different you, Let
0: me ask you a follow-up question. Do you think she has a deck of tarot cards in
2: her house? I don't know, and I don't really care. <laughs> I, I'd say I, I do because I do. So people
1: keep making those jokes about tarot <laughs> and crystals and stuff like that. But yeah. there's like a firm distinction between spiritual and like sort of. Supernatural, yeah. there's a difference between that. And she's the spiritual side, not the supernatural side. I think I was going to come here and say she
2: was clearly the one who had A for improvement. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I, I think she, she was did. improved.
0: Yeah. I, I will tell you, she was improved.
2: If I had to list an order, it would have been Warren, Sanders, Buttigieg, and then Marianne. I, I wasn't really that impressed with everybody else. The other people had moments. I think the sort of the loser, if there was one of the night, would be Delaney. Um, and I, I think I, his strategy
1: I, was a winning strategy.
0: Delaney's strategy? Yeah. I, I'll tell you, the uh, the things that he had to say, and I would say that, and it's funny that you'd say that, because it, it, in my notes, is that Delaney is the kind of guy who uh, was saying the sort of things that I think a lot of voters would want to hear. And it's too bad they're not going to get to hear him because he probably won't make it to the next debate. And but that's so he- interesting
2: because I have the same thoughts about Marianne. As much as I disagree, that I don't understand why she is in, in the race. Actually, I think tonight she like justified it. I mean, if, if people gave money just to hear. Because I, I would like to go more into it with you, like why you think she is... Insane. I think today she actually made a coherent, logical sense in what she was saying. Look, Jim
0: Jones got a lot of people to drink Kool Aid, you know, so I think that there is always going to be somebody who just finds what she says. She's just for said.
1: certain words that she uses. Yeah. It's not and, political and speak. I And she doesn't
0: seem like somebody who should be running for a political office. She seems like somebody who would probably do very somebody, well hosting a TV yeah, show, we, writing books. You know, I think which, there's a voice. You know, bo- she yeah, does. Right, that's do. what I mean. I think that there is definitely an audience for her. It just, it, she seems very out of place. So you're in, saying in a, a host
1: what, of a television show could, could never be elected president? No, no.
0: No, no. Should never be. Didn't say could never. Just said should never. Yeah. And that includes Oprah. But today
1: but. she
2: did offer something that nobody else is offering. Even though she is very closely married in terms of policies to Elizabeth and Bernie, she adds something that there is a um, gosh, I don't even want to use the same words because those are the words that t- turned you off. But, and she actually said it better in the CNN interview afterwards where. She said, we have allowed corporations to operate essentially as sociopathic entities. And,
0: and that so, sounds OK to you. Yes. OK. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Because if you so look. So that's why this look, debate was for you.
2: Look at the definition of a sociopath. Somebody who operates with no empathy, with no conscience. And i have that is what our corporations have become. It used to be that corporations had to take into account all the stakeholders, which meant they had to think about the employees, the environment, the local community in which they operated in. Now they only owe an obligation to the the shareholders, as in like this, who owns the stock. So who they have to care about is very limited. And what those people care about is very limited. It's only profits. So that. Takes out any conscience, any heart, as she was putting it, and when you allow for that, then these entities grow, and then they take over the political power because they have so much money that now their voice is louder than people that do have a conscience and who ha- who care about more things than one thing, which is corporate profits.
0: Well, see, the way you presented it, I'd vote for you. You sound I, normal when I, you say The way
1: she presented it, I thought she Marianne Williamson will be the perfect counselor Deanna Troy in the cabinet. <laughs> in, of She'll be a very good advisor to how... Wow. Do you,
0: I, mean, I, I, I think I think her outfits won't be quite as as low cut. But let me just uh, to honestly, for me, I, as I was listening to because I I don't <laughs> I don't have cable TV like you people. I was listening on the radio, and I is that a real story? Yeah, well, yeah. I, oh my god. I, yeah, I don't I don't I don't I don't pay for cable TV. I, mean, I don't turn my TV on very much. But radio. Uh, well, yeah, satellite. I, don't think right? I have a radio. satellite radio, no. though. so you know. Okay. But uh, so that's why I was listening to it uh, when I came in, but. In all honesty, the guy who sounded like he was making sense, at least in the broad strokes, the more he talked, you know, the less I like it, really anyone, and that's just not a candidate. It's just, in general, the more I talk to people, the less I probably like them. I
2: think you should see a therapist about that. The more I well, see them. Maybe maybe soci- I'll find, a so- that I'll find out that people. I'm a sociopath.
0: But <laughs> uh, a listen, quote, by I think by the way. Serious,
2: like, I want to see um, people's psych report or not. I, w- I want to know if candidates are sociopaths more than I necessarily want to see their tax returns.
0: Well, I, I, I mean, how about both? I mean I think both of those things would be great
2: totally with you on that but really I mean there is there are sociopaths and who you think of as like the criminal sociopaths those who like kill people and animals and they have no regard for their feelings at all and then there is such thing that something I discovered recently which is called subclinical sociopaths which are sociopaths who do well enough that they can operate in normal society and wouldn't you know it they tend to gravitate towards fields like the law, politics, and be CEOs and, you know, political leaders because they can turn on the charm and and read people really well and then say what they need to say for those people but really don't care at all. And so I want to know if a a political candidate is a sociopath or a uh, sub-clinical sociopath. Wouldn't you want to know if the the guy who's got his finger on the on the nuclear weapons is a sociopath?
0: No, I only want to know if he's going to forgive my college debt. So,
2: How did we get there?
0: Well, because that's supposed to be something that uh, we're all really important. But I, because I, what I really wanted to talk about is that, I swear to you, uh, Delaney was making sense when he's like, yeah, we can't be Bernie or Liz Warren and think that we're going to win. We And he wasn't the only one. There was all the talk about Oh yeah, the the new green deal's great except uh, the green new deal, excuse me. It's it's new, it's green, it's a deal. But <laughs> the, the deal the green...
1: green new. <laughs> yeah, that
0: one. But uh you know, the, nobody's disputing the fact that it calls for anybody who wants a government job can get one, which I felt like I'm like, oh that can't possibly be in there. Somebody's going to correct them on that. And then no one corrected them on that. And well, hang now. on. So they they talk about like, oh yeah, you start from a good point uh, uh, on the climate, but then you tie all this other stuff into it, and that's the point. That's what moderates, but that's what uh, Trump's base. And these yes. are all the things, these are the things where agree, the cover of the New York Post I agree, but say for five after, seconds
2: and then say, yes, but I, I, I agree with the crux of it.
0: Well, you don't, you don't have to agree with the crux of it if you think there's a lot of crazy stuff in it, you know? But so that's remember, me and this Marianne Williamson. A, this I don't an, have to agree with the good stuff because I think she's got crazy eyes. And I was listening on the radio and I could hear her crazy eyes. Oh, wow. Anyway, uh, but he's
2: also the one, and the reason why I call him sort of the loser of the night is because a he sort of set up the softball pitch for Elizabeth yeah. Warren to say that line about why would you go through the trouble of running for president if all you want to talk about is what we can't do. That, yes, and then and then that her next line was about what we, our biggest problem is corruption. Yes, and so I hope that as the debates go along, that okay, now she mentioned corruption. Now let's talk about all the ways in which that shows up campaign finance, the revolving door, and then she offers more uh, solutions. But what I think really made John Delaney the guy that I was like rolling my eyes at is in his closing remarks, he said, Trump is a symptom of a disease of divisiveness. No, dude, you're missing the the forest for the trees. The divisiveness is another symptom of the problem and the problem, again, is the role of money in politics that has been seized upon by sociopathic entities that we call corporations and that's what those those forces are what causes the divisiveness. It's not that we just decided to be divisive. Um, so he, he just I, I like that he tried to name the problem and wasn't just You know, we should do this. We should do this. I think it is important to name the problem of what we have. He just named the wrong one.
0: Well, I think, uh, you know, the next person who donates to Delaney's campaign uh, after the debate will probably be the first. So, you know, I don't know how much it's really going to have helped him tonight. Uh, Yeah.
1: Sixty four million. Right. Or was it billion that he has? Yeah. Sixty four million.
0: He only has he only sixty four million and no, he thinks was, he should run for president maybe it was 64 if he has sixty four billion. billion then he should run for president, but I don't <laughs> think you should run for president with only a measly sixty four million dollars. <laughs> what I also wanted to talk about was an issue that came up a lot was this uh, this Medicare for all and I think there were some differences of opinion on there and Uh, Bernie Sanders lost me, well, (laughs) years ago, but specifically when he's talking about, when you make any comparison to our having a national health care and to what they have in Canada, because Canada has, what, the population of Texas over a landmass that is, 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 you know. So
2: corporations do this thing called scaling all the time. Okay. Why, Why can't a government program be scaled?
0: Because you can't afford... To, you can do it for Canada because it's it's basically you know it's basically like a community theater you know it's just <laughs> a few people that you 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 know and also it,
1: it very much is like a community theater. I mean, That's you've seen them,
0: right? You've seen comedians; mm-hmm. they're very funny. They're they're mm-hmm. great showmen and showwomen. But it, 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 to compare, you know, and look, it's not just me. I think a lot of people are going to be like, oh yeah, Canada, the country where when they need really specialized procedures, they pay out of pocket and come to the United States because the waits are two or three years in Canada under their nationalized healthcare. You know, a a friend of mine, actually a past guest on this show, Royal Oaks, his daughter married a Canadian. And she went to, and she was pregnant, and they were, you know, she was all expecting on. Well, not no pun intended. Sorry, she had plans for how she was going to deliver and all this, and they told her like, oh, it's not like that. You don't pick your doctor. Uh, Maybe you'll come in one more time before you give birth. And it was, it was just a wake up call for her that it's they just don't have enough people to give you the level of care you want. So it's great that it's paid for. But that's a point I think a lot of people were making, is you're going to tell people that you're going to get Medicare for All. And look, whoever the first one was that put it through the prism of – You know, this is Michigan, and we, you know, uh, I'm I'm very, everybody was trying to out pro union each other. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm more pro union than you are. I'm the most pro union person on the stage. So they made the point that, like, look, if you're in the union, you have great health care. So now we're going to tell you that you have to get rid of that because you're going to get this Medicare for all. But but no, then Bernie says that it's better. And Jake Tapper tries to tell him, it's like, you don't know that. Yes, I do because I wrote it. And it's like, all right, Bernie settle down, you know, You just because Larry David plays you on TV doesn't mean you have to act like him. He said, I wrote stage. the here, damn
2: thing. Yeah. Here's the thing, but though. It wasn't if you Jake look Tepper, at the numbers... Wasn't,
1: if it, you was look J- at,
0: it was Jake. It wasn't, it wasn't Don Lemon. Jake was the one who, who said that. I, I, th- I, I, thought, I thought it was, uh, it was candidate. a
1: candidate. A candidate said... Uh, well, Jake tried to make the oh, point. he said, it, the candidate said, you don't know that, Bernie, you don't know that. And he goes, I wrote the damn thing. Yeah, Jake no, was trying
0: to make a point, and then that's when he said it. But anyway, what were you going to say, Chelsea?
1: I don't remember.
2: <laughs> How quickly I don't remember, but here, I, what I was actually trying to say is, the answer by Elizabeth Warren is the answer that we all need to hear loud and clear, and it's the story of Edie Barkin. He's the guy. Do you remember who was um, who was on the flight with what's the guy, this the senator who didn't run again, the Republican from Arizona? Somebody help me out with his oh, name.
1: Um, yeah, it starts with an R.
2: He was on a plane with him, and he was trying to tell him, I have ALS, I'm dying, I have insurance, like, you know, people like me don't take away health care. That's that's how I first heard of him. And he's a guy who's my age, and he has ALS, and he has good insurance, and he still has to fight for coverage for his $9,000 a month medical bills. So I think what most people don't understand, maybe in the unions who fought so hard for that, health insurance, is that when stuff hits the fan, you're going to see how it's not that great. If you're like me and you've never had to really lean on it, okay, it can seem fine. But when you really, really need it, is it going to be there? Or you think it's really going to be good
0: but do you think that medicare as it's run up until now has been there for people who've really really needed it is that the stories that we hear about medicare so extending it from 65 to 55 and uh, all the way down to 35 which is great for me so uh, i'd be happy to get it I, but
2: i have not heard stories of like my doctor you know i'm going undergoing cancer treatment or i have you know als and i need treatment and medicare denied me i'm, I'm not hearing those stories
0: are you? Was it Amy Clo- was it Amy Klobuchar or some, one of the oh, other sure. candidates? Whatever. That's hardly the point. One of them made the made the point that uh, they had a friend who was like rationing their insulin and then died from yes. it. So I, I guess that you know, look, there's there's no great answer for for how all of this is, but it seems like the, the you know the idea that Medicare for all seems to be another one of those broad brushes that Democrats can get painted with, and and that's what look. let's be honest there were a couple of candidates who have a real chance to get the nominee on the stage and then there were like six other people and those six other people are all like clawing for anything to make them stand out it's very obvious that that's what was happening and you have to go against Bernie and Elizabeth Warren and honestly I mean those were the, the if you have to pick two th- those are really the ones you can you can make a case for a few of the others but those are really the ones that you you know you were going to try and take on it'll be the same thing tomorrow night that you know everybody'll be looking for Biden and I I think that the point being made though is Like after the last debate, when the New York Post had the cover of all the people who raised their hands that said that they would give free health insurance to illegal immigrants, that's what a lot of the country sees when you're able to make these points. And Tamara, do you think that health care is an important issue to the majority? It seems to me like it should be, but I don't know. According to
1: polls, it's the number one issue. Well, that's
0: what I was I was wondering what... you're to just to, I, just to everybody, you know, is it the to, most?
1: Is it the top issue? I mean, I suppose yeah. I think it is. I think it is as far as polls show. I when I said that this debate, I don't think I didn't really feel it was for me, is because in each of the ways that the candidates differ, I don't care either way. I can't imagine loving my insurance or a doctor so much. I've just never had that experience that I wouldn't care like. I can't even fathom the concept of, like, wanting to hang on to your own insurance and stuff like that. Like, that's how far removed I am from that True. sort of comfortability. So, but that being the case, like, things like that that were big sticking points between candidates, I had no dog in that fight, so I didn't ca- So this, this debate was boring for me because mm. I feel like wow. the things that they were going back and forth on, I didn't. I was fine either way. Uh, and so, what were we saying? Are most Americans is, is, is this about, the most important I, thing I, then? I, for sure? Because definitely one of them.
0: I'm trying to definitely think. Definitely one of the most important uh, the, the, you know, the reason why I brought it up, and, and I'll ask you the same thing, Chelsea, is that it's something that you almost never hear President Trump talk about. You know, I mean, I'm sure there were promises as a candidate. It seems to be something that he doesn't feel like he has to really well, say anything well, about. I mean, I know he's cre- already been elected. To his but- credit,
2: he has tried. He believes that reducing prescription drug prices will be helped by making the cost transparent. So he wanted to require it in ads, um, and that got um, shut down. So he That does has, seem like a
0: fairly, a fairly common tried. sense sort of thing, you yeah. know, if it tells you just how much it's going to cost. Yeah. I, and
2: that, one of the things that I was going to say is that we're getting a little bit too lost in the weeds for the Medicare for All. Like I said last time, we first need to restore faith and trust in government before we can do something like a Medicare for all or any kind of universal coverage. Right now, I think people, and rightly so, have a deep distrust of the government, even before Trump. As people um, on the debates, somebody said today that the problem did not someone, start. With I, I Trump. forget who said it. It but yeah, is someone the corruption that. that was there before, and so I I don't want to leave my health care in the hands of the government. Who I don't trust because I don't think that they've cleaned up their act enough that some nefarious, you know, industry is not going to get in there and mess with it. I want to have faith that my voice, my vote is going to be the same with everybody else's and that if I'm a gazillionaire and I have the money to put in, don't get to, you know, hire the think tanks that then hire the candidates that then. Put their name on cut and paste legislation that the think tank came up with, and and basically allow the bazillionaires—I th- I heard somebody refer to them—get to put their legislation um, in, into our our, our our democracy, and therefore hijacking it. So I think first we have to clean up democracy, and then let's talk about healthcare. Who's to say that things wouldn't get better if we just rolled back everything that has been done in the name of these corporations getting Mm -hmm. what they want? Let's start there first, because right now it is too large of a leap, even though I think that fundamentally Elizabeth and Bernie are correct. We just have way too much mistrust and a dirty, corrupt government to trust them with such a thing like that right now.
0: Uh, Tamara, who do you find more trustworthy, a bazillionaire or a gazillionaire? I'm not quite sure which one. Uh, I I feel like you're a little Mm. bit more of a a person of the people than I am. So, uh, you know, I don't don't trust anyone. That's my problem.
1: I trust a bajillionaire. Oh,
0: I I didn't even think about them. Thank you.
1: See, he zigged, I (laughs) zagged.
0: So another uh, issue. There's uh, obviously there were. Uh, I like how were...
1: Chelsea just goes into like a 15 minute deep uh, analytical, and I'm like, and then we balance <laughs> it out. Right, let's with say a funny bit words, of
2: bajillionaire. And, You know, and we, right there you balance. just
0: summarize what this show is. You know, <laughs> uh, so there was a uh, talk <laughs> no, of. There was I'm a the
1: zoo crew. <laughs> portion of the panel
0: <laughs> uh, i wish i wish i would brought like a wacky clown horn for right now that would have been amazing but there was a then there was some talk about uh, decriminalization at the border Come on. but okay well what were you going to say about that
2: of all the things to talk about that i i i hate that that became a thing and i want to smack whoever at msnbc but this was cnn MSNBC started it by asking the candidates the question. Right. Or it, actually, no. This is Joaquin Castro. Uh, no, Julian Castro. Sorry. Wrong. No,
0: Fidel Castro. You had them <laughs> wrong. Sorry, no. no, I'm helping. H- me, Julian Castro helping was the here. one
2: who brought it up in right. a, when he was sparring with Beto, and then it became it became a, thing. a bigger issue. It, sh- it it should not be. I i it it should be. It's become a bigger issue than I think it. It should
0: be. Well, there obviously, and look, it can be from fear mongering and just a a certain segment of the media. There are people who are very concerned about the border and they've, uh, you know, I guess, allowed themselves to be scared of that situation. And how do Democrats position themselves to... You know the diehard Trump voter, you're not going to win over. But again, there's the the people in the middle who maybe voted for Trump, mm-hmm. and they, they even talked about this during the debate. There, there were people who voted for him, and probably you know don't like a lot of the things that he said, and would like an this isn't this isn't the way it's worded, but they'd love an excuse to not vote for him. Mm-hmm. So for people who this is an important issue, what do you think would help Democrats to say about it? Is there a simple way to say this is where we stand on it? We think that, you know, we take your concerns seriously, but here's what we think we should do about it.
2: With respect to legalizing, or not well, legalizing, but sort of decriminalizing border crossing, or, or, I don't or think just that the, that's the Or the, just
0: the, just the, the, the situation at the border in like, general. People are so concerned about the border. Yeah. So what do, what do Democrats, what, what makes all, it an d- issue where they can actually you know reach out and grab some some uh, moderate and independent okay. voters?
2: First we have to say, oops, Sorry, like, you know, Marianne said I can't remember if this was in her closing Yeah, I think it was in her closing, where it's like, we have to own up to our mistakes. That and was one, her closing One of the mistakes that we have made is giving undocumented people more benefits than American citizens get, and that has alienated and caused resentment in the American middle class. Why is it you know, I'm here working so hard, and then these people just come over and get all these benefits Right, it shouldn't be like that We should be taking what care of Americans. What benefits were they getting? Um, you know, medical Medicaid or, you know, foods, you know, things of that nature. So I, I I hear that resentment. So we shouldn't be offering more benefits to undocumented people before we have taken care of our own. What we can only take care of our own when we clean up the the corruption that's got us unable to because we've got too many industries like you know, Marianne mentioned, we've got agriculture... Well, actually, I don't know if she was the one who mentioned, but we have insane subsidies for, like, the agricultural industry, and we give up so much money away to the military contractors. All this money is being sucked up by these industries that then there is very little left over to take care of the basics that Americans need. So we do ourselves a disservice by, like, being uber-generous to people uh, from other countries when we're not yet taking care of our own. And it's not because we can't do both. It's because we have not cleaned up our house enough to have money sp- uh, spread to where it should be and in- instead of being sucked into those industries that are, are taking too much of it. Uh, Tamara,
0: uh, sort of a similar question. What, what do you think that is in line with the democrats approach to immigration is something again you're not getting you know the the reddest state trump voter uh, on board but somebody who doesn't you know who could be swayed mm-hmm. to you know not vote for trump and this could be an issue well, that is important for it them it
1: seems like the subtle differences in the, were whether or not to um make the criminalization of crossing the border what a what are civil, the levels of crime, a civil crime versus what's the it's not what it's is it a currently? civil offense versus a criminal offense, A civil offense versus a criminal offense. That's they're That's how they differed. It seemed to me it was just on that. Yeah. So um, so to persuade the I think maybe somebody who is a Trump voter would be fine with it. Uh, a lot of them would be okay if it were a civil offense? I do not think so. No? No. Um, they want... I mean, stri- they so don't what want kind these of-
2: people here because they think these people are taking their jobs and
1: all this stuff. Like, But like making- all of them? He, he, Christian's asking about the further left of the
0: job yeah, I'm, I'm talking about so, so you know people who go I to, you think know, they who,
1: went
2: trumps because they their resentments grew from feeling like they're these people that are getting more benefits than I am because a lot of these benefits if you are not you know at a certain level of the poverty line you can't get them so people feel like they work really hard and but and like I if know they were these that, people
1: like they're not it's to say that they're resentful of people who are getting benefits that they, it makes it sound like they're getting benefits that they're not eligible for. Yes, that is true. They get cut
2: off because they make too much money. Yeah.
1: but So but either you they provide don't... it to everybody or you don't
2: provide it until you've t- better taken care of the middle class. We have to better support the middle
1: class. And when... I agree. I'm just, I'm just clarifying that it's not that they're getting benefits that Americans aren't. It's that they're getting lower class benefits that lower class americans do get. Mm, kind of.
2: middle class americans wouldn't qualify for some of the benefits and that's what is upsetting to them that you know these people come over and they make very little money so they qualify for you know medicaid things like that that a middle class person has to pay for themselves. It, yeah. You know, somebody in my situation, but I pay four hundred dollars a month for something that I never use and hopefully I never have to use. But somebody comes here and they get theirs for free.
1: That Just is like what, somebody who is making their their same level of salary. Would no, get those. somebody who is making
2: very little will get that. So yeah. I work my tail off and I have to pay four hundred dollars a month. Somebody comes over here, sure they work their tail off, but then they get it for free. So where's the fairness in that? And that is how we got some of those, those people who used to be more moderate, maybe even Democrats, and that's why they went Trumpian.
0: But the person who's getting it for free, maybe they don't live somewhere like you do maybe they live in a in a tent on hollywood boulevard is is that entirely possible no i think you
2: would be surprised that there's there are some people that are well see that's your point
0: your point is the one that i'm asking actually is this is what people don't like about the idea of having you know any kind of you don't like the the issue, but decriminalizing border crossings and giving free health care. Yeah. We're know, just
2: not we're not ready for that yet. I, In theory, in principle, I would agree with that. But we're just not there yet because we haven't cleaned up the mess here yet. We haven't put corporations and money in its place, in their place, in its place and supported the, the, the middle class to be okay. So then now we can do things that make sense. And what makes sense is to, and when we started to do it, is to help the people in Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador. I don't know if just sending money over there is the right thing, but certainly money helps. Uh, and I know that people don't really like that. Oh, why am I sending money over there? Well, because we effed up those countries pretty badly, and so that's why they're all wanting to come here. So if we can at least help remedy some of the damage that we did, maybe they wouldn't need to come over here. Um, Another form of reparations.
0: Well, and, and I mean, and that. and that would be something that I think a, a lot of voters don't really care about. The fact that in decades past, our federal government did something to screw over these countries that want to come in here—they're like, yeah, okay, but they're coming now, and yeah. look what's happening so here? Then so then let's looked, do something about what's happening now.
2: Okay, but understand, I didn't invent—you know—Newton's third law of motion. What you put out—it's funny
0: because I always thought you had. I really was considered. Well, a, thank it, you I I for giving me that. But, third but
2: you know, this is what our parents. I thought, teach us when we're young. Our actions have consequences. Some of the times... Yeah, if I were like free-range
0: parents, but I know what you're saying. There are other people's parents who probably... There are,
2: are oh. consequences. And, you know, they talk about all the time, ta- unintended consequences of this and the other. Well, that is a consequence. So we have to be adults and deal with the consequences of our actions.
0: Uh, There are uh, a lot of other things that I'm hoping to get to, but there's not a ton of time. And I wanted to talk about uh, something that uh, I didn't realize that this was something that uh, Elizabeth Warren was a proponent of. But it might be one of the stupidest things I've heard in a long time. Is to to tell the world that uh, we will never use nuclear weapons first. So How go ahead and drop an uh, yeah, go why ahead and drop an stupid? atom bomb on well, us wait. because we're not going to do anything first.
2: How did this become a thing? Also, it
0: could, it was there and they talked about it. It I came up why. and I couldn't believe well, why. I, I mean, because they knew that she believed it, and they knew that somebody like me would hear it and be like. Wait, that doesn't sound smart. That's like, so listen, we've got a lot of guns, but don't worry. We don't put any ammo in them. They're kind of just for show. Go ahead and shoot us. It's fine. We are not going to do anything. Wait,
2: that's not what she said. If you you shoot shoot us, we can retaliate. Yes.
0: You can retaliate. But you can't be tough. And, you know, you they just you're not no one's afraid of you. And who was it? It was uh Governor Bullock, of all people, made the point is like a lot more countries are seem closer to having nuclear weapons than used to. So to tell them, like, you know, if, if we feel like you might be ready to do something, uh don't worry, we're not going to really do anything about it. You go ahead and, and, and send your dirty That's bombs not, our way. <laughs> we're
1: not going to do anything about it is. It doesn't mean we're not going to do anything. We're not going to put us in a nuclear holocaust. But it would be gonna... us. It would be it would be in Tehran. I mean, you know, it's by not that here. point, it would it would be it would have global effects. So I think the severity, considering that environment is like healthcare, such a top top of the pile issue, I would think that. Nuclear annihilation goes along with that. Like it's not, it's not good for anybody if we fire first. So that's not saying we're not going to send missiles or other forms. So we'll
0: we'll use other weapons that aren't as strong as your nuclear weapons. If we feel like we might use a nuclear weapon, I I would assume the
1: words
2: "never" and "always" are. Good words to never say.
0: Right. Well, that's that's kind of the point, point. and I, I think you had a few people who hedged their bets and were like, "Well, we're not going to say never," you know. Uh, but uh, you know, there were those who said, "Like, oh yeah, no, we're definitely I, not saying." I think that. what
2: she's doing is she's responding to the fact that we are way over here on like we could be the aggressor in a second, and she's trying to restore the world's you know yeah. faith in the sanity of the United States. When of course, right now. I would think that we look insane to everybody. Mm-hmm. The way that you think Marianne looks insane, I'm pretty sure most of the rest of the world looks at the United States and thinks they are insane. Oh,
0: I mean, they can feel that way if they want to. You know, it, it's, it, it's like Teddy Roosevelt said, uh, speak softly and have a big stick somewhere, but never, ever carry it. No, that, I mean, no, I believe no, that. No, no, no I, 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 I no, no. no, no, no do be not be. carry it. Do
2: not carry <laughs> no, it. That's that's, not, that's 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 what Elizabeth.
0: Uh, that I'm pretty. Work. I'm pretty sure I got an almost perfect score on the American History Regents. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. I
2: passed the AP exam. How did you do? Uh,
1: what do I, I got a D what, plus from the NRA. Yeah.
0: Oh wait, yeah, you did. I going to get an F when I'm president uh, from a lot of people. But uh, so I don't know. I mean, and, and yeah, that was one of them. Like, where like where did this come from? And look, that's good research by the people who are running the debate, because it is something that I think a lot of people are like, it's wait. really obscure. Yeah, because I, I sure hadn't heard it before. Uh, there were a lot of things that came up that uh, we, we did hear a lot about, and I think just this idea, and I mentioned it in passing earlier, the forgiving college loan debt is something that I think a lot of people who didn't go to college or you know whether they went to trade school or just went right into work or people like myself have already paid off our college debt are like w- wait why are you helping all these people get out of their college debt because it's not my, no it's not my fault that because somebody it's good decided for the economy. it can be good for the economy bailed yeah, okay, out wall some,
2: street why not bail out students
0: oh did you think bailing out wall street was a good idea no but we did <laughs> so this is a good idea because that
2: was a bad idea Yeah, especially if Wall Street's going to be paying for it. I'm totally down with that. And this is somebody who has no interest in it because I don't have student loans. Right, so you're going with the...
1: The argument of I had to struggle, so you no, do too. No, 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 no. It just doesn't. It, it, I, I'm just using it as an
0: example, but I think there are a lot of people who are going to be like, "Wait, why? Why I, is I everything?" I think okay that's with a
1: wrong way of looking at things. If if we if we proceed with every policy by I had to deal with it this way, so now the future generations do. I Listen, feel like that's I dangerous I do believe territory. that there
2: is something to be said about all of us taking responsibility for our decisions. And people did make a decision to take on. That, that, well that's the next thing I was going to say is like so, just
0: because you got into Harvard but you couldn't afford the tuition doesn't mean you should go.
2: And okay, but here's the thing it's is that I didn't get it into was Harvard. it was marketed to people as like no problem, you're going to go yeah, and you're going to make true. a ton of money when you get out. It's going to be no problem. But that is because we had like predatory student loan lending. So We have to balance. Yes, people need to be responsible for their decisions. So should they get entirely off the hook? I don't necessarily think so. Maybe they should pay some back. But I think philosophically, I do um, believe that it is good for the economy if we lift the load off of people with so much student debt.
0: Well, I, I, you know, it's it's sort of a, a synthesis of some of the ideas. I, I think that to get your college loans paid off, you know, some kind of uh, volunteering or service, you know, something Absolutely. like that, yep. you shouldn't just get a check, you know. And I, I don't, I don't hear that. If that's part of the policy, what? that would be. What some
2: Plenty of people were, and I do, like Buttigieg was saying. Well, he only
0: wants to give it to people for two years. He doesn't want to give you four full years of college. That, he said I t- that tonight. I, th- I thought that was, that was Beto. Bet- no, Bet- was,
2: Beto. is for two year, But... Um, I'm pretty sure it was Mayor
0: Pete, but we, okay. yeah, we, but we, we I do, can't check the tapes. So. Yes,
2: sure. If you want to serve in our military, if you want to yeah. serve in some kind of Teach it, it for does, America. It type doesn't deal. bother
0: me if you're doing something to earn it. That's that's kind of what yeah. the, the overall point is. And I think people don't hear that. So well, if, if should, everybody has some no, variation of that. In we
2: that. Have. People say expand the number of occupations that qualify for forgiveness. I'm down with that but we cannot get away we cannot end this show without talking about some of the great lines one of my favorite being from as we were talking mayor pete who said whoever oppresses the poor shows contempt um for their maker so using the biblical language yeah, I did against nice. those who are against um a higher minimum wage and actually i'm not even fully for a higher minimum wage just as you know as a random number that we keep Um, increasing i think it should be tied to something else i don't know what that is i'm sure there's people much smarter than me that have a good idea on that but i thought it was a great great line
0: you know one of the points that uh, amy klobuchar made uh, oh my goodness yes you are do you think that at this point i'm going to say it right i'm hoping no <clears throat> but uh, she talked about how people in Flint, Michigan, are still drinking bottled water. I don't see the problem. Everybody in Los Angeles drinks bottled water, so really we don't wise. shower plastic. with
2: it. And that is speak
0: for yourself. You don't shower with it. I would never turn on my tap I, to shower. I, that I, I to drink bottled water. I I,
2: I I try and not be like so serious that I can't laugh at any of your jokes. But seriously, <laughs> that situation in Flint, I well, it's no, it's it,
0: it, well to to be honest about it, it's it is one of those things that when you don't live there, you kind of, you can forget that it's going on because of how long it's been going on. You just can't think, like, wait, that's still happening. And, yeah. and like, and how is that still happening? And
2: and you're a dad. Imagine that your kids, you know, consumed lead water.
0: Would it make them fall asleep easier? <laughs> oh, my
2: God. You know, I don't think that you would be, you know, taking it so so lightly. And I... You know, I, I one of the things I really appreciate about this show is that we try and balance this. Uh, clearly, I'm not bringing the jokes, but I I have a <laughs> hard time. You've had a couple in three on, years.
0: You've had probably three jokes, so uh, that's pretty good. Actually,
2: I think I've just set myself up for them. That's you true. You know, like you know the 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 wall at the southern border. The IUD is the that only wizzy, kind of, we, we do remember. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we
0: remember all three of them. Your greatest
2: hits, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, you know, I think before we do Medicare for all, I think we should do birth control for all. That would be very very helpful, um, especially if you want to reduce the number of abortions that, you know, we have in this country. I mean, I think we could start there. Right.
0: Yeah. I-, I mean, that, that seems like a well, you know, see now here's the problem. What you're talking about is common sense. And I don't know. I, I There's plenty of room for money in politics. But uh, Tamara, is there room for common sense in politics? <laughs>
1: I'm just you, thinking, like the, the same question. Birth control for all. It's <laughs> things like that are so. I saw some meme recently that was just like people are calling, you know, Bernie and Warren and uh, and the squad like s- extreme leftists. But how so not? extreme left it is like things like like birth control for all what, or is that or, super left yeah. or something or like why,
0: why, like why? like it, well so i mean when you use it like birth control for all that seems like wait so you're making everyone take it you're yeah no but it could be eugenics sure of it could, could definitely no. be no no you no, didn't I, intend I, it that way i know way. that's not
1: how it sounds but the I'm perception
0: saying, could be that yeah so the idea is it's provided for all should you choose to use it exactly exactly i know
1: that's what you meant saying you know, the way that it sounded but anyway I, I just going to the point of like how ridiculous it is that they're pinned to be so far left when in the grand scheme of things it's really
0: i mean i think that not, they're not further l- of middle but they're further i mean i i think a lot of things that they they are further left than you know just other
2: democrats like the ones who are republican light well, I mean, there were several comments. I mean, both Elizabeth and Marianne made comments about I, why do you guys call yourself Democrats if you're so opposed to you know having government help people, you know, and and fighting for all the reasons why we can't do it. I mean, I understand some of them have legitimate points against why some things may or may not be workable, but right. then instead of getting stuck on those. You know, mention them, yes. So you can say, okay, without that, the rest of it, I think, is gr- or something. But instead, they just spend so much time on why things won't work. Instead of spend five seconds, say what part you don't think will work, and why not, and then what is your big, bold idea? And everybody say, I'm the most union-oriented, I'm the most progressive.
0: There, there was a lot of that.
1: I, it's just blech. and So That's much of the, like, term. naming... And let me tell you the story of Susie Jo, who I met with last week. Like, have polls just been through the roof that those kind of anecdotes well, are just what that, people want to hear? That was
0: the thing about when Elizabeth Warren first brought up, what was the name of the woman? Uh, a man. Sorry, uh, yeah. Yeah, as soon as I said it. Uh, it was the timing in which she brought it up and then people kind of laughed when she went back to it and you know look she's like this is she was right that this isn't funny this is somebody you know this is somebody i guess somebody who died i think is what she said but it was it's sort of it's a good example of because there was another one of those that was the the uh, the person with the, the that had to ration out their insulin and it's not and that Klobuchar these are yeah one. it's not that these yeah. aren't terrible stories but it is the way where it's, the it's like my, my, it my and... friend so and so and then you know, look, Obama did that. Trump does that. Everybody does, like, my friend so and so. And you're right. Maybe it does connect with people. Like, during the Olympics, when you have, like, the, the before an event, the, like, eight minute mm-hmm. package about, like, what a terrible life they've had and the, such... the road to success and yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just
1: seems such old timey type of politician <laughs> that I, I was thinking during the debate, like, I think my generation is probably going to be the last that. When Pete Buttigieg is is one of the the middle rage age guys on the on the on the panel, it's the old timey rhetoric that was always a, a political debate is going to change from dodging the question to I think you know somebody says Bernie is taxes on the middle class going to go up to pay for universal health care? Yes, and here's why. Like I think the next generation is going to need answers like that rather than the old fashioned. My old friend I was speaking with last week and not, taking it into this way. I think way that they. I, I think that they did largely
2: answer questions pointedly. There, there were a I few. There were a few very invasive so.
0: moments. Uh, there was something that Mayor Pete was asked early on that. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, it was and specifically was, on that. It was on that, and his answer was a very... like. On which question? It, it was on raising taxes in the middle class, and that's that's basically the, the rules that the moderators set for themselves, is that they could then go back in and be like, yes, but you didn't answer the question, and repose it, and then you still get another kind of folksy answer. And yeah, I think, I think look, I think if we got honest answers, a lot of people would derail their campaigns, but you'd be able to make a much much more inf- informed decision, and I don't know. Maybe maybe just one of the debates. Everybody can just answer
1: the questions. I, I guess what I'm saying is it's yarns. not so much a matter of politics. I'm, I'm not saying oh politicians are going to be real more honest in the future. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying well maybe if we found the, out if they were sociopaths or not, maybe they would be. <laughs> I'm saying that the way people consume. News and and knowledge at this point now things need to be a little bit more cut and dry and if they dodge the answer and take it over here you're losing the listener and so I guess what I'm well, saying is I'm not ex- I'm not expecting more from the politicians than previous generations I'm ex- I'm saying as as our. Uh, Comprehension has been lowering. I think that's why why politicians, in order to grab an audience, that's what they're going to need to do. But then they
2: get accused of flip flopping. And so that's why it's not fair. I think that we should be grown ups and understand. There is nuance, and I think that, that we're would be losing
1: ideal. But we're lo-
2: we're losing. No, that. I, I think
0: the stories work well when you're you know doing your own like stump speech where it's a one on one debate. But when you have this many people, it was like uh, there were a lot of times where it was just like, could you just answer the question, like, yeah. or at least come close. I to thought it.
2: that the Addie story by was no, really great to illustrate it, why. Le- letting unions it, keep their it's great a good story. I think
0: she didn't pick the right time to use it because she did. You know, she annoyed the moderator, which who cares about that? But she did, and then the crowd did laugh at her for bringing it up because it was like, okay, back to this now. Mm-hmm. You, laugh, da- yes, yeah, and, and I, I do. Them. I honestly think that might be the difference in the fact that I was listening to it instead of watching it because no, she got really laughed. mad that people. She She's said like, said she it's said, not it's funny. not funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, when she then goes mm-hmm. on to explain, you are like, okay, it's not funny. It was funny that you were trying to bring something up that they. You you know, that wasn't and it, fitting it, it into wasn't the conversation. Subject. It was
1: that it was that the cheesiness of it. Of she started out to saying, um, you know, last week I was visiting yeah. with my friend Addie and then got interrupted, and then went back to. I needed to return back to my friend because Addie it was a and then that, that it was funny. It, yeah. it was funny if she had said, "I want to go back to talking about a specific instance of how this can work for you." Like if she had said it that way, it wouldn't have gotten a laugh, but.
2: Uh, and finally, I please let me say the line of the night that when Pete Buttigieg said in his closing that he wanted, I can't even find the quote, but it was something that he wanted to have such a, for Trump to have such a resounding defeat that it shook the conscience back into Republicans. mmm. It re- oh, he said it would it would reunite Republicans with their conscience. Mm. It, I thought, yeah, yeah. That was- wow, it that's is a good, a good line. line. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I, I mean I,
1: he's brilliant. He's. I can't wait for what he has in the future. Not Who's now, that? He, Donald Trump. Oh, Buttigieg. VP, yeah. VP first, mm-hmm.
2: VP yeah. all the way. Well, yeah, and I mean, as,
0: as as Mayor Pete, uh, well, I don't think he's the one pointed out, but he, I guess, he would be 37 uh, if he were elected president. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the, that sounds like too much of a young whippersnapper for me. I don't know. If my <laughs> How about VP?
2: Could... Do you feel comfortable with I, him? No, in the VP I, I think
0: I think he'd be well suited as, as a VP, and I think that you know, you kind of alluded to it, Tamara. He's Somebody that'll probably be running for president, you know, in I don't know, another eight years. You know, I think he'll act. Whatever happens, I think he'll he'll run a little bit further down the road. Because
2: I think with somebody like him, you can you you I, I can be okay with one of the older, you know, it can be Bernie Elizabeth. I don't think um, that old Bernie even. Biden as much as, I'm, as that doesn't excite me but you know if you put Biden and Buttigieg on the same ticket oh. I would be excited about that and then the whole thing about oh he's too old is like you know whatever okay uh, if something happens we got Buttigieg and we feel good about that
0: Anyway, uh, that's that, all for, that is all for tonight. Uh, thanks to everybody in the chat. Uh, we appreciate uh, having you there. And uh, they were having a spirited conversation. We'll be back. Well, I'll be back tomorrow night with our friends uh, Scott Moore and Drexel Heard. Talking about night two. But uh, Tamara and Chelsea will be back with nope. us on Tuesday.
1: I won't be there tomorrow.
0: No, but next week you'll yeah. be back. Yep, yep, yep. And until then, Tamara, where can people find you online?
1: Uh, hey, Tamara on Instagram. Just, hey,
0: Tamara, no underscore.
1: Right. That's Super the confusing.
0: Thing. Okay. On that Twitter thing. Chelsea, where can people find you? Twitter, at Chelsea Galicia. And again, me, tomorrow night, right here on After Buzz at 10 Pacific. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Christian DMZ. And follow the show, at TrumpReportABTV. I actually tweeted from it earlier tonight. Anyway, that's all the that time we have. We'll see everybody tomorrow night.
1: Bye. Bye.